Imagine you could develop a new system that enabled your business to use 50% less of your most precious resource, while at the same time driving 20% growth. Not a promise of future growth, but immediate growth. What would that be worth to you? To increase output by double digits while halving inputs in one year, even in today's efficiency-obsessed economy, this surely is almost impossible. If a team had found a way to achieve it, we would know about it. They would be on the cover of every business magazine. And yet somehow they are not. But while modern drip irrigation may so far have failed to set the dinner tables of the Twitterati alight, you are welcome to try it this evening, it remains a remarkable and ongoing story of growth in the face of constraints. Until the mid-1960s, the kibbutz Hatzerim eked out a living farming in the Negev desert of southern Israel. Negev is the Hebrew word for dry. Though committed to farming, they realized that to thrive they would need to bolster their fragile existence with a business alongside their agriculture. Determined to find an industry that leveraged their expertise as farmers, they partnered with an engineer, Simca Blass, to build and sell a new kind of irrigation system. Years earlier, Blass had noticed a line of trees all planted at the same time in which one tree stood considerably taller and fuller than the rest. Investigating, he discovered a small leak in a pipe that dripped constantly near the roots of the tree. Experiments led him to realize that drip irrigation, giving as it could just enough water at regular intervals, was both superior in growth effects to flood and even sprinkler irrigation, and vastly more efficient in water consumption. But it wasn't till plastic tubing became commercially available that he and the farmers of Hatsabrim were able to commercialize his insight. During initial trials of the dripper lines, their new plastic piping system, on Hatsarim's own crops, water use fell by 50%, while yields of peaches, pears, and apricots improved so dramatically that some of the kibbutz argued excitedly that they should keep the technology a secret and just use it for themselves. Many of them still, after all, simply thought of themselves as farmers. But there was a greater ambition at play. It was clear that this was an opportunity to launch a new industry with much bigger benefits for the kibbutz than simply boosting their own crop. The joint venture between Blass and the kibbutz was called Netafim. Netafim is now an $800 million company. Its success has been driven by the tension between ambition and constraint. Above and beyond the initial need to grow crops in the desert, the company's growth put a strain on the resources of the kibbutz, who refused to compromise on one of their founding principles, that they wouldn't use hired help. So with only 14 full-time people assigned to work in the factory where they manufactured their drip systems, the only way to handle Netafim's growth and simultaneously maintain their principles was for everyone in the kibbutz to put in one shift a week on the production line, in addition to their other jobs. This in turn meant that everyone in the kibbutz became more connected to and knowledgeable about this new initiative that would be so critical to their future. The new drip irrigation system boosted the kibbutzes and the country's fruit and vegetable production so much that they could begin exporting, but political tensions in the region meant that their neighbouring countries wouldn't buy from them, a constraint requiring them to develop and grow fruits and vegetables with longer shelf lives for export to Europe. And finally, the challenges of clogging within the drippers forced a continuous quest for superior pressure compensation and self-cleaning technology within the dripper lines themselves, 
What may look like a host pipe with holes is a deceptively brilliant piece of engineering. Netafim is now ambitious to have a greater global impact. Their systems can contribute to food security in countries that must use less water but feed growing populations on finite arable land. They can help lift subsistence farmers out of poverty and help solve gender issues. With drip irrigation, women in rural communities spend less time each day walking to collect water and can spend that time instead developing new skills as well as being with their families.